It's the Reprobate Travel Cast. Welcome to the show, everybody. It's 419, the day before the big celebration, 420, the stoner holiday. I'm here in Louisville, Kentucky. I just checked in to the actual comedy condo here. When you're a traveling comic, a lot of times they'll pay for your hotel room. Um, but if not, they have these condos that the co- comedy club kind of owns or pays for week to week or month to month and uh, the comics stay there some of them are shitholes but the ones for the improvs are usually nice this is a really nice one it, it's beautiful flat screen TV uh, they have uh, f- all kinds of nice shit here it's beautiful so I'm lucky I'm uh, getting ready to uh, actually I, the first thing I want to talk about is I'm sorry uh, about the last episode we had an audio problem there was like a hiss or a buzz it was crazy and i didn't realize it until after we had recorded and i was uh, really disappointed because i thought it was a pretty uh funny episode we're starting to get the format down a little bit here and uh so that was kind of a bummer but we decided to post it anyways so sorry about that hopefully we've got that worked out uh, later on the show we have uh kentucky comedian Patrick Passifume. Actually, he's playing more in Kentucky these days, but he uh, he's based out of uh, Louisville here. Uh, you can check him out at sexyjoketime.com. Really funny stuff. Sexyjoketime.com. We're going to be talking to him about uh, Kentucky and Mexico. I guess he took a trip to Mexico and has some uh, stories for us on that. So tomorrow's the big day. <clears throat> I'm headlining the Louisville Improv. The big we're having a big 420. Celebration. The Louisville Improv always has a big 420 celebration. Last year they had Doug Benson. So I'm pretty honored that this year they picked me because uh, it's, it's just a fun time at a great club. It's $4.20 admission, $4.20 for appetizers, certain appetizers. They're stoner appetizers for 420, that is. Uh, the chef is making brownies. <laughs> and, of course, you get... An hour and a half, two hours of comedy with me. So that's worth coming out and checking out. Uh, Jamie Utley will be there. We talked to him. We've had him on the show before, Jamie Utley. Whoa, just got out of my chair. Sorry about that. That wasn't a fart. That was like a, sounded like an elephant farted. But we have a lot of big stuff going on. Um, in May, we're taking a trip down to Tampa, Florida, Ybor City. One of my favorite clubs in the world. Uh, of course, Louisville is one of my favorite clubs, too. This improv is, uh, is one of my very favorite clubs as well. But uh, pretty much all the improvs are awesome. I mean, this is not your everyday type of club. Let me, let me tell you some of the lineup that they have coming through this Louisville room. And Tampa probably has even better uh, lineup. But, but this is who they have coming through. Uh, Greg Fitzsimmons. Joe Coy, Orlando Jones, Pablo Francisco, Earthquake, Ralphie May, John Witherspoon, Jay Phillips. I mean, come on, man. This isn't, um, people don't understand. The Improv is not just some comedy club. They get the best comics. 
And the fact that they have lowered their standards enough to let me headline here tomorrow night for their special 420 celebration, I'm just, uh, I'm really humbled. I'm excited. I'm grateful. I, th- I would like to thank uh, everybody in the improv organization. They've always been good to me, uh, all the way out to L.A., the, the people out there. Um, uh, just thank you uh, so much because it's a, it's a blessing, and uh, I'm a lucky guy. So there you go. Stop by your local improv for a, for a great night of comedy. Um, I'm, so down in Florida, let me tell you a little bit, bit about what's going go to go on down there. We're going to be broadcasting from the Tampa Improv. <clears throat> and I'm going to be headlining some nights, and other nights I'm going to be the feature act for uh, legend in comedy, I believe, <clears throat> in my opinion, Tommy Davidson from In Living Color. When I was uh, growing up, and Living Color was one of the funniest, most innovative shows, innovative shows on on TV. It was edgy. It pushed the envelope. Uh, and at first, people didn't know how to take it. I think at first, some people found it offensive, <clears throat> and and thought that what the Wayne's brothers and, and those guys were doing was almost kind of racist. But I think what they were doing, and what a lot of great comedians do, is they were they were making fun of our racial problems and trying to break down those barriers. <clears throat> so Tommy Davidson is w- one of the uh, guys who, who was a part of that. You know, I know you remember In Living Color. I mean, it launched Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey wasn't shit before In Living Color, you know? that was. It. And now look, he's the biggest star on the planet, one of them. So here I am in the comedy condo all by myself. I'm so lonely. Wish I had a puppy just running around, going on the road with me. That'd be awesome. So, yeah, tomorrow we're going to be having I'm, – I'm actually going to broadcast from the Louisville Improv. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to be catching up with our buddy Bob Cameron. He's uh, the general manager of the Improv. We're going to check out uh, what's going on with him and his room and how things are going in his personal life and uh, – Stuff like that. We're going to ask him personal questions that uh, he'll be embarrassed over. That's pretty cool. I'm going to have some special guests tomorrow. I'm hoping to get Jamie Utley in here. Uh, I'm going to try to get my friend Divinity Rose. She writes uh, for Louisville.com. Really cool chick. She's got her finger on the pulse of Louisville. This Louisville.com gets huge traffic, huge web traffic. Because if you want to know what's going on in Louisville, that's the spot. You know, you just go there and you find out. And it's, uh, it's cool. They, they uh, wrote uh, some really nice articles about me, and I love them for that. I love you, Louisville.com. If Louisville.com was a woman, I'd fuck it. I don't know what that means. Maybe they won't be happy with me anymore saying stuff like that, but whatever. Now, uh, they're not doing any other shows this weekend at the Louisville Improv. Only Friday at 8 o'clock and 10.30. Because, of course, Saturday and Sunday, uh, you might not know about this, but there's something called Thunder Over Louisville. And I guess it's a big deal, man. I don't really know much about it. I should because I live just right up the road in Columbus. I ought to know what's going on, but I don't. So... Uh, I pulled up an article here to tell you a little bit about what Thunder Over Louisville is and why if you're near the Louisville area, you should check it out. Um, This is from an article I found on thunderoverlouisville.org. 
Rated as one of the top 100 events in North America, the Derby Festival's opening ceremonies is truly a sight to behold. And each year, more than a half a million eager thrill-seekers do just that. This place is going to be a madhouse tomorrow. The day-long event kicks off two exciting weeks of events that are part of an annual Kentucky Derby Festival. The Thunder Air Show dazzles the crowd with more than 100 planes, aerobatic teams, daring skydives, and breathtaking stunts. Wow, that does sound pretty cool. When it gets dark, the thunder rolls. The fireworks will feature the latest in pyrotechnic power from Zambelli International, America's first family of fireworks. Six barges that are 100 foot open top each assemble on both sides of the Second Street Bridge to form a stage from which the fireworks spectacular ignites. The breathtaking and mind-numbing 28-minute show includes Thunder's signature one-mile waterfall effect off the bridge, making the fireworks seem to drain down forever, and in the crowd's memory of the show, it does. After more than a decade, the show remains the largest annual pyrotechnic display in North America. Think about that for a minute. There's a lot of hillbilly towns that have fireworks. Frankly, I've never been a big firework guy. I always thought it was kind of crazy, you know, but... uh, that sounds cool. I mean, this is supposed to be number one. King of all hillbilly firework displays. It's 4th of July. Bang! Ow, my arm. Seen by approximately 1 million U.S. Armed Forces, Department of Defense civilian employees, and their families stationed in 176 countries and abroad for 140 U.S. Navy ships at sea via July 4th. Rebroadcast on the American Forces Network, it is the state's pride. A Discovery Channel documentary on fireworks shows, says it's best. Thunder is the granddaddy of them all, unquote. Yeah, I just unquoted without opening with quotes. Yeah, that's right. I did it. I don't, I just, I'm crazy, dude. On, on this show, I just don't give a, you know. So... That sounds pretty cool. Um, that's going on Saturday here in Louisville, Kentucky. I don't know if I'm going to be around for that or not. I might have to head back to Columbus. I got a lot of preparing to do. But uh, if you're in, in the area, you should definitely check it out. If you never listened to the show before, let me tell you a little bit about us. We're the Reprobate Travel Cast. Uh, I'm uh, my name's Jake Anarino. I travel all over the country doing stand-up comedy, and I decided to take. This microphone with me and check in with some of the people I meet at some of the places I go. But we travel. We, we, I mean, we cover all kinds of travel stuff, though. Uh, I'll, I'll be telling you about travel gadgets, travel tips, all kinds of news and information, stuff that you should know and don't, stuff you don't want to know, and I'm going to force you to, all kinds of shit. So it's, it's basically a show for travelers. Right now, um, I'm... Just pretty much sticking to the United North America, the United States. Um, but I don't know. That could very well change in the future uh, because we are planning a trip overseas um, somewhere crazy. And we don't know where yet, but we will keep you posted. All right. That's about uh, all I'm going to say for now. Let's, um, let's go ahead and take a break. And when I get back, I'm going to answer this text. And when I get back... Um, we'll bring in Patrick Passifume from SexyJokeTime.com, 
and we'll be talking about Kentucky and his trip to Mexico. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Guitar away. We're back, everybody. Thanks uh, for uh, tuning in. Um, well, we got uh, we got a big show here. We got Patrick Passifume in the house. Yay! And we're going to be going over the travel news. Do you got time to after our little interview to hang out for some travel news? Yeah. Sweet, because there's some funny shit going on. Like a lot of funny shit going on. In tra- like I read, <clears throat> I read the travel news. And it's amazing. I, I love it. it. To me, some of that shit that's going on is more interesting than the regular news. Did you hear about this jet blue dude that flipped the fuck out on the plane, man? Yeah. Like, it's one thing to have a passenger say, I've got a bomb on the plane. But when it's your captain, you're like, whoa, wait a sec. What the fuck is going on here? Oh, you're talking, is there a news story? Or like- you didn't hear about that? No, no. Get a little closer over here, man. Come, come get closer the, to the me, sweetie. That freaked out and then jumped out on the... the- the fucking thing, the inflatable thing. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that was a flight attendant. Yeah, I didn't know a pilot. No, out. man, a pilot flipped out, dude, on on a JetBlue flight. It was insanity, man. It was totally insane. Ugh. Sorry about the noise, folks. I got to move this mic a little. Okay, so uh, we're here with Patrick Passifume. He's a comic here in uh, Louisville, Kentucky. But you travel more than just Louisville. You're all over now, huh? Trying to be. Trying yeah, to be. You're getting there. Slowly. You're funny, man. You worked with me a couple of times, and you're yeah. funny. I like your stuff, and I like your um, sexy joke time deal, dude. People love that. They, uh, they love to just get my balls as close to their face as possible. How would you describe that? He does a thing in his act, and his website is sexyjoketime.com, and somebody told him that was a bad name for a, yeah, yeah. a website. Dude, that's a fucking great <laughs> name for a website. Sexy well, joke. That's what, easy to remember. Easy to remember. Once you see my act, you're like, oh, that's the, the bit I remember is sexy joke Fantastic, time. man. Yeah, Fantastic. Sexyjoketime.com. So what, but he does a thing in his act, folks. That he calls sexy, sexy joke, joke time, time. <laughs> where he basically you like molest the audience. But, yeah, the pretty much. <laughs> I jump onto the table and then I put my genitals near their face and then just pretend to be sexy with them. And they love it. Yeah, they love it. You would think that somebody would get upset. Yeah. Like no. uh, like one week I duck my head out of the green room and you're like dry humping this big black guy. And yeah. he's loving it. Yeah. I've only had, like, a few people be like, no, 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 you need to get away from me. But that's, yeah. like, rare. What do you do rare. when somebody says, no, get away from me? I just try to coax them into it. I'm like, don't play hard to get. It's just... <laughs> now I've gotten to the point, this, this is a real thing, and the first time it ever happened was the greatest ever. Uh, I was doing it to, an, like, an 80-year-old man. Uh-huh. I just got up in his face. And then, for whatever reason, <laughs> I didn't plan it at all. In my head, I was like, I want to Eskimo kiss this old man. So I asked the audience, and I was like, would it be weird if I Eskimo kissed this guy? And they were like, no. And I was like, you want me to see me Eskimo kiss this guy? And the audience went crazy. And I looked at the old man, and I was like, I'm going to Eskimo kiss him. Is that cool? And he was so down with it. Like, he loved every bit of it. And I Eskimo kissed him, and the crowd went crazy. Oh, man. Yeah, it's it's awesome. So if you want to come see me, 
Uh, don't sit close. If you yeah, want to you want to make. You may want to sit towards the back <laughs> during sexy joke time. I may. When you hear Patrick Passacube say, "Hey, it's sexy joke time. Good time to get up and pee." Go make a phone call for a minute if you're scared. Yeah, yeah, because I might put my dick near your face. Oh, yeah, I love it. I, I mean, I don't love your dick near my face, but I love it when you, <laughs> I love it when you do to other people. I enjoy that. Um, so, congratulations, you, you, you got married? Yeah, got married in December. Got married in December. How old are you? 25. 25, that's pretty young to get married. Yeah. But you found the right girl, I think. Yeah, I like you know? think so. Uh, yeah. I hope so. Yeah, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've been together for... Shit, almost eight years now. So yeah, it's either it's either uh, get married or break up. Really, at this point, yeah, yeah, There's really not many other options. That's right. That makes sense. Um, so, on your honeymoon, where did you go? We went to Cozumel, Mexico. Cozumel, where is that? In Mexico. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I thought it was in Germany for some reason. I uh, I don't. I think it's right across. It's like an island across from Cancun, I believe. Uh huh. And that's what most I know. And the Mayans were there. That's all I know about that place. Did you see any ruins? Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, this shit was broke. There was just, it was all messed up. It was just rocks. It was it was cool, but there was just rocks. These rocks used to be ruins. Yeah, and uh, yeah, they just it was really the best way to describe it. This shit was just broke. It was like you ever see like a, a kid that you might be slightly retarded playing with Legos, and then he makes something. That's basically. What the Mayan ruins look like? It's like a Rain Man kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, basically, basically. Now, there's a lot of uh, in the last couple months, I've noticed because I told you I read a lot of travel notes. Yeah. There's been a lot of travel advisories against going to Mexico. Yeah, yeah. people are getting their heads cut off and shit. All kinds of crazy yeah. nonsense going on, and it's too bad because it's a. I, I believe it's a beautiful country. It's amazing. Yeah, I, I, I love the culture, I love the food, I love the people. I yeah. just, I, you know, I got no beef with Mexico. I think their government might be a little corrupt. A little. <laughs> there <laughs> might be some issues with their government. <laughs> what uh, government is it, really? What government is yeah, it? Yeah, right. Look at ours. Ours is fucking crazy yeah, right yeah. now, huh? But uh, I just, uh, I would really like to go there. And, and what made you decide to go to Mexico for your honeymoon? Uh, mainly our budget. Mm-hmm. That was and Cozumel so, so, was just beautiful anyway. So there was they, there was a deal where we could go for the whole week, all inclusive resort for maybe like three grand or something. Yeah. So and it was I mean the resort was amazing right on the beach, it was perfect. Didn't pay for nothing. You just had no. to tip oh, tip the bag boy. You didn't have stuff. to tip. You didn't have to tip. It was all included. Tips are included. It was fantastic. <laughs> I, you I didn't have to reach in your pocket no, at all. Never. That's never. fantastic. And I rarely drink, and uh, we drank. All day, every day. It's your honeymoon. I think you're supposed to drink. And, and it's a funny thing. Like, I'm 222 days in right now of not drinking. And uh, Congrats. Thanks, yeah. But it's tough, dude. I really... I don't... I try to tell myself, you don't miss drinking. And then... Uh, but, like, I'll look myself in the mirror and tell myself, you don't miss drinking. And then my reflection looks back and says, yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you fucking liar. Yes, you do. <laughs> I'm like, no, I don't. I don't miss a nice bourbon with... The ice melted just right. Oh, oh. <laughs> I mean, no. Oh. I got addicted to pina coladas. So pina coladas? Yeah, yeah. Pina coladas, which is the gayest addiction that you can have. Hey, whatever, dude. Other than, like, fingering dudes. That's, like, the gayest. <laughs> it's the same. I think pina coladas might be... Probably a lot gayer. Less gay than fingering uh, dudes. I, it's, it's a tough... No, it's gayer, then, yeah, you're yeah, saying. Yeah, it's gayer. It's gayer. <laughs> like, I came back with shakes. Like, I wanted someone to... I'd go to ran, random bartenders and be like, just give me a pina but, colada but, and shoot it in my face, which is also the gayest. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... 
But like yeah, when it's funny when you're when you have a, a woman in your life, a woman you love, yeah, it does or like a lot or like a lot. <laughs> well, you love her. I love her. You uh, you tend to drink like uh, you loosen up and yeah. get in the bedroom and yeah. like if I was if I had a girlfriend right now, I might have a drink. I wouldn't get drunk like I used to. Yeah. But you're in Mexico. You're on your honeymoon. You're with the woman you love, you know? We drank a lot. But we never got, like, it was weird. We never got, like, really shitty. Like, because we drank all day, but, like, we were just, it wasn't just, like, let's chug as much as possible, even though a lot of that did happen because it was free. Right. We were just so good. Uh, but, yeah, there was no, like, no one was puking or belligerent. It was just, like, very relaxed, mm-hmm. very calm. It was nice. Do you remember nice. the company that you went through to buy your uh, all-inclusive uh, package? Some website, like, all-inclusive... Allinclusive.com. Like I'll look into uh, that it. I'll might, check it out. That's probably not right. No. <laughs> Brandy would know. She knows. I, yeah. But if, if yeah, go there and uh, I'll, I'll text you and let you know so you can tell your listeners the actual website. That's that fine. So it's some bullshit. So tell me, um, you got out. You, you, you got off the resort, obviously, because you went to the ruins. The, the yeah. resort isn't on the ruins. So. No, no, no. It's, on, it's still on the island, and we took a Jeep tour, and I got to drive a Jeep around. Around Mexico? People, Boy, yeah. that's kind of an adventure, huh? Yeah. yeah. And uh, this island is really small, so, I mean, it's not really... It was an all-day thing, but I just followed a group of jeeps. We went snorkeling first, then we went to, like, a tequila museum, uh, which is... Yeah. Tequila is phenomenal. Like, you get real Mexican tequila. It's amazing. Not the American-made... No, no, I know. Shit. Made in tequila. The Mexico, they have... Uh, Agave plants. Uh, Those things are huge. Yeah. Gigantic. And they have fields and fields of them. And uh, I saw a special on TV. I don't know if it was... Uh, was it Modern Marvels? On the it might have been Zane Lamprey's um, uh, travel show. I forget. Oh, yeah? uh, uh, where he, Six Sheets or something. He goes around getting fucked yeah. up in a different city. It's fucking genius. But he, uh, he did this thing. They did a special on the production of tequila. Dude. I was fascinated. It was riveting. Yeah. The darker the tequila, uh, that like when you have the clear tequila, apparently... It's it, like the early stages. Yeah. Like the dark tequila's been in the barrel. It, it assumes the color yeah. of the actual barrel. There's like different stages of tequila, which I didn't know about. And if you mix, this is the craziest shit. They got us... We bought two bottles. There's a, a blue, like a light blue tequila, which uh-huh. is like the beginning stage. And then we bought a darker tequila. And if you mix the two together, it, ta- it's an, it makes a natural margarita. Don't need salt. Don't need anything. It's just... Margarita. It tastes just like it. Oh, wow. It is phenomenal. And then they had a, a cream liqueur tequila. So uh, you're telling me I mean, you take, different state, you take yeah. the blue stage tequila yeah. and then you take uh, the, like the, the dark tequila and yeah, you, you mix, mix it 50 50. Or no, it's uh, four shots to one. Four shots of the blue to one of the dark. Four shots of the, the blue to one of the dark. Yeah. And, and you have a mar- uh, natural margarita. No salt, no nothing. And you can drink it, it doesn't burn your throat at all. It wow. Is, you're not helping me. You're not helping me, man. I'm about to go. I mean, it's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> gonna, Don't do it. It's just bad. I'm going to have to check into a meeting tomorrow, man. <laughs> now, now I'm going to go home going like, shit, did I really just no, sit no, in Arena no. on the wrong path again? No, dude. It's a, it's, uh, <laughs> it's just what I got to do. So, uh, Oh, by the way, yes. you mentioned the the uh, the crazy airline pilot. I meant to, that reminded me of the actual trip to Mexico because we had to take planes. You ever get that feeling... Like, uh, like the pilot's just fucking with you. Like, you're going straight in the air, and then he's just like, ah, oh, let's just go down for an extended period of time just to Just scare the shit yeah, out yeah, of everybody. Yeah. I felt like that guy was doing that to us, like, six times. 
Really? Yeah. I don't know why. It was. I felt like we were riding smooth, and then I guess he was like, this is boring. Let's just go bam. What What airline was it? Um, American? Was it American? I think. Hmm. See, I don't remember much. See, <laughs> I, I keep hearing these crazy stories about traveling and it's and flying, and it's kind of scary, man. Yeah, I don't, I don't fly much, but... They go, oh, well, flying's safer than driving. I've never been in a fender bender and then fallen 30,000 feet into a fucking <laughs> it's mountain. Only, it's only statistically that it's safer. It's not, uh... Not, Technically. Yeah, yeah. If, if something goes wrong in a car, that's one thing. In a plane, that's bad. But I, uh, I was talking to Alonzo Bowden about it, because he's got no fear of flying. And uh, we got in a conversation about it. Is he fear of anything? It. No, he's I don't a, think he's scared he's of much. He's a big dude. Yeah, he's a big dude. I don't yeah. know why he'd be scared of anything, really. <laughs> but, uh, like, he told me that there's so many redundant systems on a plane that you can um, pretty much feel secure that... Yeah. You're going to be all right. They have, like, systems to back up systems that back up systems if something goes wrong. Yeah. There's something to fix it. So, I mean, that's the word. I talked to a pilot buddy of mine, too, and he said, yeah, you're as long as you're on one of the major United States airlines, you're good. Uh, And then there's other airlines that are good, like um, Japanese airline. I had a really good good experience with them. Nice. Did you ever read that book, uh, Outliers? No. It's really good. There's a there's a section in it that they talk about. Or maybe it wasn't outliers. There's a, fuck, is, what was the book? That might have been it. But there was a uh, no no no. It was another book about the brain. Never mind. It mm-hmm. wasn't outliers. Uh, I forgot who wrote it. It was a guy who was on Steve the Human Brain. Book. Yeah, it was about the brain. And uh, this Korean airline just had crashes over crashes and crashes and crash, and they just kept crashing. And uh, it was a, just a weird thing that uh, in their culture, the co-pilot was so respectful of the pilot even if the pilot was fucking up the co-pilot would, wouldn't say anything about it oh wow like, even if like because there's one guy like they their navigation thing went down and then the, the co-pilot saw something in front of, front of them and the pilot was like no there's nothing there and so he's like okay there's nothing there and then oh, they hit wow. it and everybody died so they fixed that problem yeah, obviously yeah, they sent by a bunch now of, uh, American people over there to try to change the culture. Yeah, try to, to do what Americans do, try to change everyone's culture. Sometimes you got to be a dick about stuff, but guys, you can't be nice yeah. all the time. No, no, no. Sometimes you got to go, hey, man, let me take the wheel for a minute, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> you don't, are you drunk or something? <laughs> oh, these are very disrespectful of you to tell me not to try. <laughs> Why are you disrespecting me Why while disrespect- I'm praying? So... <clears throat> I'm on Twitter, uh, by the way, folks, uh, under Reprobate2012. Uh, follow me, I'll follow you back. What's your Twitter, Patrick Pasfium? Pat Anonymous. Pat Anonymous. Pat Anonymous. So P A T N O N Y M O U S. Pat Anonymous. Pat Anonymous. Pat Anonymous. Yeah. Follow Patrick. We're also on Facebook. Uh, the Reprobate Travelcast does have a fan page. Uh, please get on and add us if you care about and love us. And we're also on iTunes for free. We don't charge for this shit. Why would we? It's not very good. (laughs) 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 But if you do like the show, if you're one of the the freaks that actually uh, appreciates what we do here, uh, do us a favor. Get on iTunes and give us a nice little um, comment and a five-star rating because that does help with our visibility. And we're trying to get our name out there um, and and keep this thing going because uh, it's a lot of fun. We love what we do here. So back to Patrick. I like it marginally. You like it marginally? Yeah, yeah. Then I you're, you're, say I love it. You're uh, still way ahead of most people <laughs> that have heard this show. 
last time we were in town, we were hanging out with uh, Steve Ranazizi. Yeah, yeah. That guy, he's got that show on uh, FX, The League. It's fantastic. What a show, man. He was a nice guy, out. huh? Yeah. I like that guy. Yeah, he's super nice. Yeah. You said you worked with him again, yeah, huh? Yeah, yeah, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. That's cool. Lucky. Lucky. Yeah, it was interesting. Watching play beer pong and people going up and not quite sure. They're like, are you? Are you yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you're the guy from the league. And they'd be like, yeah. And they'd freak out. And I love that show, I love man. It, man. It's weird. I can't, he I is can't good have... on that show, too. Oh, he's great. He's they great. Fit, yeah, that, that, that's the role for that guy. Yeah, his improv skills. But he's not really fantastic. like that guy in real life, though. No. no I mean, It's interesting. Yeah, he's pretty laid back. Pretty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's... Well, that's actors, man. Yeah. It so, is weird to... Sorry, go ahead, go ahead. It no, is go weird ahead. To, to... I can't imagine, like, if you're a character on a show, because we, we were hanging out on 4th Street, and some people knew him by name, but most people were like, Hey, Kevin! <laughs> yeah. Kevin! Yeah. He's like... And it just weirded me out. I was like, dude, how do you know that people are talking to you when they're just screaming at someone that's not your name? Yeah. I wonder if Antonio Banderas is ever at a bar and people are like, Zorro, man! <laughs> What's up, Zorro? I feel like Michael Keaton's trying to have dinner. Batman, dude! Batman. What are you doing? Hey, I was going to say Multiplicity, but that's just the title of a movie. Never. Multiplicity. <laughs> Where are all your brothers? <laughs> Where are all your, your twin copy brothers, man? Oh, Antonio Banderas. Hey, Puss in Boots. <laughs> Why aren't you wearing your little hat? <laughs> So, a couple more things I wanted to ask you about Mexico, since I got way the hell off track there. Now, did you meet any of the, the, the locals? The, the, yeah. Or were you pretty much... So, you weren't... Yeah, they were the hell. No. <laughs> that's the, that's the meanest thing ever. The <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the meanest thing ever. No, I did meet a lot. I met a few people. They were so nice. Nicest people. Like, yeah. Outside of the resort. I mean, they're in the resort, they're paid to be nice to you. But outside of the resort, they were super nice people. That's but cool. their salesmen are ridiculous. You can't get down the street without oh, them trying to no. sell you chiclets and all kinds of stuff. Good huh? lord, we went to a, a, a lighthouse, and as soon as we got off the or it was during that Jeep tour, as soon as we got out of the Jeep, there was people like, oh, I've been waiting for you all day. And I was like, no, you don't. No, you weren't. <laughs> Not me. No, I don't have any money. You were <laughs> yeah. waiting for somebody else, dude. And they, once they, like, they'll show you something, they're like, you like this? I'm like, oh, it looks cool. Okay, well, I'll give it for you for this. And I'm like, nah. Like, what were okay, they trying what about to sell? This? Uh, one guy, it was they were cool as shit, but they were selling um, uh, like a like a like a rock. It was like a mixture of rock and shell sculptures, and they had some awesome sculpt. They had one of like Predator's head. How much did and, they want for him? Uh, like seventy five pesos, which is like how much is that? Probably like a dollar fifty. A dollar fifty? No, it's not that bad. I don't know, but they wanted. Uh, I mean, some of them were pretty expensive, and, but you could just be like, I don't want to pay that. And they'd be like, okay, well, we'll not Okay, okay, that. half. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I, I need to learn to be able to just be like, no, and leave it. Dude, it's tough. Everywhere you go, though, I was in Southeast Asia. I'm in Cambodia, and I'm sitting on the beach. You want to be by yourself, and dude, you're just bombarded. Yeah. You want a bracelet? <laughs> Little kid with a big thing of bracelets. No, kid, I don't want a bracelet. You want bracelets. No, I don't. And I mean, they're good. If I, I said to my buddy John, if I had a company, he goes, okay, I tell you what. We pray tic-tac-toe. You win, I give you all the bracelets. I win, you have to buy all bracelets. And I'm like, no fucking way, because these kids are tic-tac-toe ninjas. Yeah, yeah, now They've been practicing it for years. Because I'm good at tic-tac-toe. I'll cat game you all day. Not against these little freaks, man. No, no, no. They 
They do. They distract you. They get the sun in your eyes. All kinds of crazy <laughs> shit. And I was just like, no, I'm not going to do it. And and then uh, I'm like, get out of here, kid. And the kid fi- finally, I go to the guy who runs the bar and I go, can we get rid of these kids? They're driving me nuts, man. Kids, get out of here. The kids run along. I go back Hard to my seven. beer, and then uh, next thing I know, would you like a massage? <laughs> No, I don't want a massage. You want a massage. No, I don't want a fucking... We pray to tacto. No, dude. I don't want a massage. If I win, I massage you. You win. You give me happy ending. You win. That's the good thing about our resort. Nobody... There's no people trying to sell shit on the beach. Like, it was all cut off and there was... But outside of the resort, it was game on. Yeah, man. But I mean, that's how these people make money, I guess. I I respect... I was like, because I don't have that... I'm not that ballsy. You no. tell me no once, I'm like, oh, okay. Well, after a while, I would say, look, kid, here, here's five bucks to leave me the hell alone for a couple hours. How's that? Yeah, just buy them off. Yeah, that's what I ended up having to do one day because I just wanted to be alone, you know. When you're all, all the way on the other side of the planet, it's, it's heavy, man, you know. Yeah. And especially when you're with the knuckleheads I was hanging out with. <laughs> We're, you know, we, we just, we met these crazy, an Aussie and uh, a Swedish or Swiss special forces dude. Wow. On the bus and hung with these maniacs and it was just a blast, but it was, uh, <clears throat> I didn't really want to like spend all my money on bracelets and, and yeah, trinkets and weird knickknacks nah, that man. you don't need. I mean, we bought like one statue and that was basically... And we bought tequila, but that, that there's nobody trying to sell that shit to you. I mean, you were in a museum. They weren't like, right. buy it, buy it, buy it, buy it. It's like, oh, I want to buy this. No, these guys were bad when I was there. I mean, it was relentless. Yeah, we didn't deal with much of that because we spent most of our time on the resort. But it was, uh, yeah, it was sweet. How's the uh, comedy scene here in Louisville? You it's got fun. you had the improv, and you got uh, what's this other club? The we got the uh, we got the improv. We got the comedy caravan. We've got uh, this little place called the Bardstown. A lot of shows are there. We've got another place called Groucho's. That does a show. So it's a big comedy town, basically. Somewhat, yeah. I That's mean, cool. Stuff's popping up here and there, and like most of the local comics, we just do kind of our own thing. So we set up our own shows. And That's awesome. And and this thing you're doing tomorrow night, uh, where is it? And uh, and tell the people about. The, <laughs> I think it's a really funny idea, it's, personally. Uh, it, I really like it. So. It's uh, it's at the Bardstown on Bardstown Road. Uh-huh. It's on the uh, intersection of Bardstown Road and Speed Avenue, uh, and it is the roast of Hitler. You're going to roast Adolf Hitler. We're going to roast Adolf Hitler. That's yeah. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. Who, now who else roasting him? Uh, it's going to be me. Um, Let's see, Jordan Cooper, Dave Bazanis, Ronan Hirschberg, Anthony Mattingly, Tyler Jackson, uh, Lindsey Bowling, who's going to be playing Anne Frank, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Mandy McKelvey, who's going to be playing uh, Ava Braun, and then uh, Will Hardesty is going to be Adolf Hitler. That's great. Oh, great. Yeah, so you so, got a guy playing Adolf. Oh, it's going to be fantastic. So that's a lot of good local comics. That's pretty cool. What time is that show? I believe it starts at 9. 9 p.m. at the Bardstown? That's... Yeah. That's really funny, man. I really like that. Yeah, that idea. Uh, See, this one thing. The only bad part about being on the honeymoon was uh, we had to leave uh, immediately after the wedding. We weren't going to be back until, I guess, just like early January. And they did, over Christmas, they did a roast of Jesus. Awesome. And that was the first one. And I heard that was really, I wanted to get back. <clears throat> and did Jesus one. get up and bash everybody back? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. fantastic. I understand. And then the next one Oh my was, gosh, uh, that's great. Next one's the roast of Abe Lincoln. 
was pretty fun. I didn't do that one. But no, I that'd be a it. lot of fun too. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I got actually have to do a lot of joke writing. So that's great, man. Well, have fun with that. Uh, uh, yeah. So if you're looking for something to do in Louisville and you don't want to see my show, well, first of all, you're a cocksucker. <laughs> and fuck Wait, what time does your show start? I have a eight and a ten thirty. Oh, you got two shows. Yeah, I got two shows, man. Yeah. So I'm busy, dude. I I would honestly come watch your show. In fact, if I was listening, if I was you, I'd go see their show. Fuck my show, come to think of it. Yeah, fuck Anna Reno. Dude, yeah, it's, I'm not. I'm you know. really not that good. <laughs> <laughs> He's not even drinking anymore. The show's pointless. <laughs> yeah. Nobody wants to see Anna Reno sober for an hour. What is that shit? That's fucking a snooze fest. That was part of the fun of my show, was to see how really drunk hammered. I was going to get. Yeah. But I always got through when I was drunk. I, yeah, you pull it off. I can't perform drunk I, I saw a guy the other night that was just like people walking it. by fuck you <laughs> there was one night when last time I was with Ranazizi actually that uh, fucking Bob walked in with this big bucket full of like six different types of rum and other shit in it and he goes uh, this is called the Shiva Bowl and I want you to drink it and promote it so I'm sitting there drink and I don't drink hardly at all so I'm a lightweight and I'm chugging or not chugging but I'm drinking this bucket and I'm wasted I'm just <laughs> trying to perform I'm like this is the Shiva Bowl see but I, it's weird I used to think I needed alcohol to perform just to calm the nerves or? Uh, yeah that, I think that was part of it just a I don't know. I don't know. I would kind of let the the booze do the talking almost. <laughs> I would just get drunk and let it fly, whatever yeah. I was thinking. There's that certain point when it's when you're just like more relaxed and everything seems mm-hmm. to flow after like a like for me it's like a beer. <laughs> but you know, yeah, but, yeah. But yeah. Then, then you get to like for me maybe two beers and then it just gets really disjointed and like uh, 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 and that's just me trying to say hello. Yeah, it's it's tough, but. Uh, I'm taking a little booze break, I guess. You know, fuck it. What am I going to do? Smoke weed. Smoke no, no. weed. Damn right. That's what you got to do. Yeah. You know? I say go heroin first, but, you know, whatever. Teach his own. Nah, heroin. <laughs> I, I don't think... I would do heroin if I knew I could kick it. Just so I could make that one good heroin-driven album yeah. that they all make before they die. They yeah. usually make, like, two good albums, and then they're fucking dead. Yeah. The heroin You go out of legend, though. I would, yeah, but man. Is that worth it? I don't know. I don't know. If I knew I could do it, make a good album, and then just quit. Because that would be shit if you made two great albums, but then just kind of went out, but still no one gave a shit. Yeah. <laughs> so you're like, I want to die a legend, but people were like, who? who? Yeah, and then you wouldn't get famous till after you were dead. Yeah. That'd be a big bummer. I kind of feel like uh, an amazing comic, but Mitch Hedberg didn't really get ridiculously famous till after he was dead. Yeah, I mean, he caught a little fire at the end. Yeah, I, I mean, he's famous but i think he's more well known now than he probably was ever he's a brilliant comic you know yeah he was great well we're gonna take a quick break everybody and when we come back the travel news with uh patrick pacifume and we will be right back <laughs> that was my bumper music i hope you enjoyed it we're back <laughs> that's the worst fucking bumper music anybody's ever had in their life. I said I don't, I don't. Uh, bumper music go. on a budget. Yeah, no, I should have really had something ready, but I don't. You know what? Whatever. I want to get right to the news because we're way over time. <laughs> yeah. It's like Reno going over his time. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't. I didn't see the light, man. 
So uh, here's some travel news for you folks. Uh, I thought this was pretty funny. Spirit Airlines is having a Secret Service sale. <laughs> that's pretty good, isn't yeah, it? That's awesome. Yeah, that's that's pretty funny. You you try to fuck the stewardess and then yeah, you don't pay her. Price. Yeah, that's right. I say fifty dollars, senor. I'll give you thirty. No, I say fifty. Twenty. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> only for a minute. You only put the tip in. <laughs> Are you with the president? Okay. Uh, the airline known for using foibles of Charlie Sheen, Tiger Woods, and former Congressman Anthony Weiner for cheeky ad campaigns that are often as offbeat as they are off-color is added again. This time, Spirit Airlines is taking a cue from the recent Secret Service sex scandal by offering a, quote, more bang-for-your-buck sale promoting <laughs> flights to Cartagena, Colombia, as well as domestic destinations. In the low-budget airlines ad, a man who looks a lot like Secret Service agent is surrounded by bikini-clad women. The ad notes that fares start at $19.80 one way, but that upfront payment is required. <laughs> <laughs> you got to give it to Spirit uh, Airlines yeah. for having a nice sense of humor about that, this whole thing. That's pretty cool. So good for you, Spirit. I'll go Spirit from now on. Uh, yeah, I, I hear Spirit's pretty cheap, too. Obviously. 1980, one way? Yeah, I don't know where that's from, though. What airport that's flying from. Oh, here's the other one. Um, <clears throat> Man protests TSA, strips naked at Portland International Airport. You know, I could see this, because these guys are touching people's genitals. Mm -hmm. they, they're fondling children. Okay, an 8-year-old went and, and studied with Al-Qaeda? Yeah. I don't think so. Old women making them take their their clothes off and and take remove their colostomy bags, you know. The, let me tell you something. The TSA, we don't need them. The no. government knows who the bad guys are, and we don't need them Fun molesting balls, people. Yeah. Like so a, apparently, this guy was like, you know what? I'll, okay, you think I got something? Let me show you. I'm naked now. Is that good? Can I go now? I think that's what happened. I, I guarantee you. Look at how pissed he is in his snapshot. Yeah, his beard looks mad too. Yeah, his beard looks really... A late, I, I read an article, a lady did the same thing. Stripped naked. They didn't arrest her, though, but they sent her to a mental institution. Oh, really? Yeah, fucked up. Okay, claiming airport screeners were harassing him, and I believe it because these guys get on their high horse because they think that they have uh, something over you, mm -hmm. like they're cops or something, and they're not. <clears throat> uh, John E. Brennan, 49, stripped naked at Portland International Airport. Brennan... Disrobed completely at security area and refused to put his clothes back on despite requests by TSA screeners and police, according to the Portland Police Department. <laughs> <clears throat> Brennan remained nude and exposed to all passengers, including children, both inside and outside the security area, causing two screening lanes to be closed and some passengers to cover their eyes and hide their children's eyes. Others stepped out of the screening lanes to look, laugh, and take <laughs> photos. <laughs> Brennan told police that <laughs> I love that There's people like Oh let's just laugh They're on vacation yeah. They all have their cameras ready Yeah that's so funny What was he thinking Brennan remained uh, Oh Brennan told police that He flies a lot And had disrobed As a form of protest Against the TSA screeners He felt were harassing him Brennan said in an interview With the Associated Press That What is this How do you get rid of that some, That's some bullshit Stupid ads yeah. 
fucking up my whole show. Uh, he said that he didn't have the intention of getting naked, but uh, he got through this metal detector and a pat down. And he said, you know what? The most effective way to tell him I'm not carrying a bomb is just take my clothes off. You know, he's fed up. That makes sense. They're talking about, yeah. 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 So they're talking about having the TSA in front of stadiums, malls, and um, checkpoints uh, soon. So... I guess we better get used to this. I don't just think that's going to fly. We're just going to all. I'm just going to walk around naked all the time. Everybody. I think this guy's on the right track. You're right. He's right. Yeah. Just everyone get naked at the airport. Just fly naked. And here, in a related story, um, these uh, celebrities are starting to protest TSA pat downs because they're basically getting molested and and and. Uh, I guess they get asked out by these TSA agents and stuff. In defense of the TSA, uh, Bar Raffaele, super hot. Who I wouldn't want to molest her? Yeah, no shit. I would. Add, I mean, I'd be. I'm, well, I'm, yeah. Let me tell you something. And Jennifer Hudson, yeah. Okay. I, I, oh, I'd marry that girl. Who is this girl? That's Bar Raffaele. She's, I don't know who she is. She's a model. She used to date Leonardo DiCaprio. I'd marry her. Bar. Her name's Bar. Yeah, she's from like Israel. Or That's something. an unfortunate name, but a beautiful girl. Oh, she's hot. Super Bar, if you're high. listening, I love you, and you got a shot with me. And then, uh, what's the, the That's case? good news for her, huh? Yeah, it is good news. <clears throat> yeah, so, apparently, they're... Okay, like, Miss, this happened to Miss America. She gets in line, they feel her up. She said that... Naturally. That the girl... <laughs> that the girl was a lesbian. She said she had to be. Said the girl was into it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'll tell you... You really think that Miss America is going to decide, oh, you know what? I think I'll bomb a plane. She might. No, she wouldn't. That's <laughs> fucking retarded. No, here's the thing. Um, I really I, I really want to see the security footage. Just for mainly personal reasons. But I really <laughs> would like to see uh, <clears throat> her getting patted down. Maybe the, if the TSA lady was hot. I mean, Dude, she really might be the hottest girl I've ever seen. She's super hot. Yeah, I I think <clears throat> she's the kind of girl that she could take a shit in front of you and it wouldn't even turn you off at all. You'd be like, that was, no, was, that, was that was hot the way she took a shit. The way, the way the way you're shitting right now is just doing something for me. Seriously, she's, yeah, she's that ridiculous. hot. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And she used to date Leonardo DiCaprio. Who I mean, okay, I'm gonna throw it out there. I'd probably date him too. And I'm I'm not gay in any capacity. But well, yeah, but you'd have to fuck Leo DiCar- DiCaprio if you asked. Yeah, that's not even being gay. That's just you know, yeah. that's just showing respect to an American yeah. institution. <laughs> you know how many people would like to say they fuck Leonardo DiCaprio, man and woman? I'd like to thank everybody. Yeah, I think pretty much everybody wants to fuck Leo DiCaprio. Yeah. They want to find out what's eating Gilbert Grape. <laughs> you know, he was really retarded in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> But he did. It was a great movie, and he was fantastic. Up up bar, up up bar. Gilbert, up bar Gilbert. Oh, that reminded me. I don't know why. So real quick, we were talking about sexy joke time earlier, and uh, there was an old, 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 old woman that did sexy joke to sexy joke time to, and her name was Rose. So the entire time, I just did a lot of Titanic references. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I held on to her, and I was like, just "Don't let go, Rose." And when I'm with you, Rose, I feel like I'm the king of the world. <laughs> she loved it too, by the way. 
Well, that's about it, man. I think that's all the time we have. We're about 48 minutes in. Mm, time flies. Yeah, well, tomorrow we're going to have, don't forget people, a very special episode live from the uh, Louisville Improv. And uh, thanks for listening. Don't forget to check us out on iTunes and uh, the Reprobate Travel Cast fan page. We love you. Any final words? Uh, check. Oh, yeah. Check out Patrick Passifume, sexyjoketime.com if you get the yeah. chance. And if you can, go, go, to, uh, go to Jake's show tomorrow. No, go, no. Go to the Rose to Hitler, too. <laughs> yeah, go, if you, yeah, you could probably make both shows yeah. if, you, if you hit it right, huh? Yeah. I mean, the, the, the Rose to Hitler starts at 9. Your second show starts at 10. 9! Right? Nine, nine, nine. <laughs> what time's the show start, Hitler? <laughs> nine, nine. So, <laughs> so you could probably make both shows. Yeah. Boy, I really wish I could go to that. Well, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Smoke weed. that.